we don't normally do Monday mornings live, uh, that little Monday morning message. And this is one of the reasons, just um, the, the stuff I've always got. So no COVID, no cold, just <clears throat> Patrick, all right? Sometimes when you have children, you find out that they say the quiet part out loud. Now what that means is that there are some things that we feel, things that we think, things that we um, have, have opinions on, but we keep that inside because to say it out loud would get us in trouble or make other people feel less of us or, or the like. But I wanna talk about saying the quiet part out loud. And maybe that would be a bit more honest for us as Christians, as believers in a great God. I learned early on to really have an issue with the way that the preachers would say the word gospel means good news because it didn't feel good to a eight-year-old, 10-year-old, 12-year-old, 16-year-old. It didn't seem good. The news, the good news was kind of Jesus came to save us if you're good enough and you worship right and you believe the right stuff and you don't do this massive and growing list of things. But it didn't feel good and it didn't seem to really offer much of a chance to people like me who are um, human and therefore riddled with error and, and sin and weaknesses. I couldn't find the good news. Well, I want to turn that around a little bit. Fact is, the gospel is not what we wanted. It is not the gospel we wanted to get. Now, the good news is it's better than we could have ever hoped, but we need to say the quiet part out loud. And here it is. God loves you, and God loves you thoroughly. God loves you totally. God loves you now, and it's unconditional love. He is love. Now, if you're searching for the bad news in there, here it comes. Here's the quiet part that ministers, and I, I really think Christians don't talk about. All of what I just said was true about the love of God for you but it's not always gonna feel like he's loving you. And there always are gonna be evidences around you that would make you think, I don't think he loves me or that he doesn't love me well, because here's the quiet part. God doesn't love us the way we want to be loved. God doesn't love us in the same way we would love somebody else. God being love doesn't mean that he will speak to our love language. A really big thing that's been, what, last 30 years. Now, you know, my love language is cooking. My love language is, <clears throat> okay. God's not going to really cater to your love language. Sometimes, sometimes he might. Sometimes you might skip through life, just be gone, yay. I feel completely 100% loved and validated in all that I think, say, and do. Most people who follow Jesus are gonna struggle with that whole 
God is good all the time and all the time God is good. Now, I know a lot of you say that. And a lot of you say it as a reflex. It's almost like hitting that little rubber hammer against your knee at the doctor's office. It's just that you know, the minister or somebody will say, God is good all the time, all the time, God is good. I believe that, but I don't think we understand what we're saying. Good doesn't always feel good. Well, for example, the weather outside is not perfect as far as I'm concerned. I would have organized the weather different if I was God. However, it is what it is. I need to walk. As a, as a man in his senior years, or at least hovering and circling the drain, I need to move. I, I'd rather it be 65 to 80 outside all the time. It isn't. So that makes walking unpleasant. Now, you might say, go walk in the mall. Yeah, nah, I don't want to do that. It's the age of COVID. People look at every other human being as if they are the cause of their death. Here's the thing, I'm whining. I'm a good whiner. Um, uh, if you need lessons, get in touch. Here's the thing. Walking doesn't always feel good, but it is good for me. Ah, how about things such as green vegetables, um, far fewer carbs, less of the different meats that we've got out there, the fatty meats, all of that, setting all that sort of thing aside doesn't feel good. C.S. Lewis had a couple of things to say about this. One is that he said good might be something other than you had imagined. It could be that what is good for you does not feel good. As a um, parent of grown children, I can remember when they were smaller. I knew it would be good for them to go to bed at this time. They did not agree. It did not feel good. It felt as if they were being punished by mean, vindictive father. And in my life, there are times that things happen that I look at God and I go, what? Your love. This doesn't feel like love. This doesn't feel good. But I'm old enough and I've studied enough and I walked long enough with God to know it doesn't have to feel good to be good. In his discussion of suffering, C.S. Lewis would bring up that sometimes we need to think about what if pain is good for us? What if suffering is good for us? And that word good, God is good. But what if that means suffering? James chapter one says, hey, Christians suffer. That's what we do to get where God wants us to be. That doesn't sound like good news, but there's the word good again. Have you ever, not now, the new gummy ones, have you ever by mistake chewed a vitamin pill? <coughs> oh my goodness. Horrid stuff. You know why? It's good. I don't think you need to be taking a bunch of vitamins, don't get me wrong, but Vitamins taste horrible. Those vitamin pills taste horrible. A lot of medical procedures, they don't feel good, but they are good. A lot of things that feel good aren't good. If you're like I am, 
you now have to decide what you're going to do with all the treats that have been made or given to you. You don't have to eat them. And you can say, it's a waste. Really? Really? If you eat them, that'll go to your waste and then you're gonna have a problem. So make some decisions. This may taste good, but it's not good. This may look good, but it's not. This may feel good. Why do people do crack? Why do people do meth? Why do people do uh, regular cocaine or heroin or meth? Because it feels good. Is it good? Oh, no. But it feels good. I had a man in my office years ago, decades ago now. He had been an elder at a little church, uh, um, a, a church board member, if that helps some people outside that particular tribe. But um, his wife had died, he got lonely, and he started visiting prostitutes. We won't go through all that decision tree. He found a particular prostitute he really liked, and he was convinced that she really liked him. That's her job, but he wasn't getting it. He had successfully deluded himself. And whenever I said, how in the world do you justify what you're doing? He says, well, God wants me to be happy. And I said, where did you ever get that idea? And he looked at me and he goes, well, he's my father. I said, that's still not getting you there. He says, well, you're a father. I said, got it, make your point. He said, don't you want your children to be happy? And I said, no, I want them to be good. And to help them be good, sometimes I can't help them be happy because discipline doesn't always feel good. So there's a quiet part out loud. God loves you, but it's not always gonna feel like that. God is good, but you're gonna have a hard time believing that sometimes. And that's where the faith comes in. We're going to bring this to a close. That's where our lower lights come in. We sang a song at our Safe Harbor Church yesterday, Let the Lower Lights Be Burning. It's an old, old hymn. It comes from the, the old sailing days when you'd have the lighthouse. But the lighthouse has its light way up on the top because that's mainly where you need it. But sometimes storms come in. The clouds lower and that top light cannot be seen. And the call would go out for the people in the village to go out to the, the shore and set up bonfires, lower lights, or to turn on the lights along the way, all of their house lights, turn them on. Maybe some sailor out there trapped in a boat trying to get to shore who's about to give up will see those lights. We know God's higher light always shines. We don't always see that, but we can go out and use our lower lights, that bit of faith we do have, that bit of trust we, we do have, that we can manage even on this hard day. And we can say, I'll light that fire. I'll shine that, in that part of the darkness, I'll shine this much. And those lower lights can burn. And not only bring somebody in safely from the sea, I think setting up those lights saves us too. God is good all the time. And all the time, God is good. But it doesn't mean 
that's always happy news for us. That's why we have to learn to trust. That's why we walk in faith. I hope it helps. Sometimes we just have to say the quiet part out loud. God bless. Cheers.